Yes, indeed. Dan Grasa in for Pete on a Friday night here on the Sports Zone. It's the voice of New York, 710-WOR. 800-321-0710 is the telephone number. And as per usual on most Saturdays in the fall, you can hear Rutgers Scarlet Knights football right here on 710-WOR. And tomorrow's no different. Coverage begins at 11.30 a.m. tomorrow as the Scarlet Knights head south to take on the Maryland Terrapins in a Big Ten showdown. And joining us right now is the head coach of the Scarlet Knights who aim to get back into the win column. He is, of course, Chris Ash. Chris, uh, Chris, it's Dan Grassa. Thanks for joining me tonight. How are you, coach? Doing great, Dan. Really appreciate you guys having us on, and uh, it's always great to talk to uh, yeah, Scarlet Knight. Yes, it is, and this is the first time I think you and I have had the opportunity to chat, as a matter of fact, so uh, I, I look forward to talking to you finally here, and as you know, I'm a, an alumni of the program and, of course, keep tabs on it far and wide and have for uh, quite some time. I'll ask you this question here first. You have, what are we now, six games under your belt for this season. What have you yep. learned about your football team, even though the wins and losses record isn't necessarily where you would want it to be? Well, I've learned that we've got really good guys in our locker room with great chemistry and a very high care factor uh, for each other, and they really want to continue to work hard to, to get better. Uh, that's what I've learned. This team continues to fight. This conti- team continues to work, and they do it uh, for each other. And, uh, you know, we're, none of us are happy with where we're at. But uh, we are determined to uh, get ourselves out of this situation at some point. You know, it's easy to sit there and you look at the results and say that things have gone in in a backwards set of motion, if you will. But, you know, this was not really supposed to be how it was outlined when you look at the program and you went about rebuilding. And we know that there was a, a huge undertaking that was set to take place when you inherited the program here. But year three, I think that probably when you looked at where this program was maybe headed potentially postseason was probably not out of the realm of possibility so to get off to the start like things have gotten off to this year it's got to be disappointing in a sense no well uh, yeah anytime you're one of five no one's uh, excited about it uh but i've said all along that the postseason is always going to be you know our goal for our program whether it's year one or year you know five that's what we want to try to strive to get to uh, but for us to do it in year three, we, we felt really good about it, but there were a lot of things that had to happen. One, we had to stay healthy, and unfortunately we haven't done that. Um, you know, we needed everybody uh, to play their best football, um, and unfortunately, you know, we've had uh, too many mistakes that have uh, beaten us in games, and we keep, continue to beat ourselves. So, you know, when you have injuries and you beat yourself, uh, you know, it's a recipe for uh, losses, and unfortunately, you know, that's where we're at. We've got to get that trend stopped. Obviously, you've had your ups and downs this year with your freshman quarterback and Arthur Sitkowski. And, you know, a true freshman stepping into the Big Ten and starting right from the get-go, that's a tough ask on anybody because you don't see it that often here. And, you know, he's had his battles, certainly, and his pension for turnovers or whatnot. But, you know, we see that on Saturdays, during the week, on the practice field, in the film room. Take the fans here and myself inside of where this kid's psyche is right now with all the responsibility that's on his shoulders at such a young age in his professional in his college football career yeah well first of all i'll tell you i absolutely love the kid um, when you talk about the characteristics of a, a young man that you want in your program he's got them all uh he's a great kid he's got high character he loves the game of football he's a great teammate he works exceptionally hard he's a leader um he has a lot of pride in his program 
Well, unfortunately, Coach Ash's phone was not a star right there. we got to get that thing straightened out, and we will get him right back up on the program. But we're talking about Art Sitkowski, the freshman quarterback, of course, who's you know had some moments, but he, you know, he shows he has got a very nice, live, young arm here, and he looks the part of a Big Ten quarterback and a guy who's able to make all the throws and whatnot. But you know, he's had an, a, a problem turning the football over and throwing some interceptions, which you need to get cleaned up. And in a conference like this, you know, it's one thing to start as a freshman, but especially in this conference against some of these teams, that's certainly going to be very, very difficult to handle. And we have Coach Ash back up uh, on the line here, so we'll continue our conversation. Sorry about that, Coach. If you want to just continue about what you were saying there about uh, our. Sitkowski. Yeah, I apologize for that. Uh, yeah, Art's going to be a star. He uh, he's got all the characteristics that you want. You know, unfortunately, he's going through some growing pains as a, a true freshman. But uh, the future is going to be very, very bright for this young man. And uh, last Saturday was an indicator. We threw for uh, 250 some yards. It's the most yards uh, passing in the game I think since 2007 here at Rutgers. And, that's just an indication of what things can look like in the future. Dan Grossa uh, talking with Coach Chris Ash here on the Sports Zone on the Voice of New York 710 WOR. You talk about leadership, and that's one of the traits that you want every quarterback to have, and him being at such a young age, though. When he steps into that huddle, how is he viewed by the other guys in that huddle, in that locker room, in terms of leadership at such a young age? I think now that he's played comfortable and they see this kid work, there's a lot of respect. You know, anytime a young man comes out and, and uh, works the way he works and prepares the way he prepares, people are going to respect that. And he steps in a huddle and he's got the huddle. He's not afraid to hold others accountable either. And that's a little bit unique for a young man that's so young, but um, they, they respect. You know, this Maryland team that you guys are facing tomorrow, you both came into the Big Ten at exactly the same time. Do you think that there is a little bit of that rivalry between the two schools just because you both entered the conference at the same time? Well, I think that's natural because of that, and, and also our proximity to each other. We're close. We recruit a little So, yeah, I, I can see where there's that natural rivalry. You know, both of us have to improve our programs. And, uh, you know, there's been some competitive games, but, uh, you know, I'm sure they're focused on their team. We're focused on ours. And, you know, if you, you play competitive games and recruit each other uh, long enough, uh, a natural rivalry will, will, will take place. But, uh you know, I, I can see where fans can get excited and, and talk about that right now. You know, Coach, as you know, I'm an alum, I'm a fan, and, you know, I, I, I hear it a lot from people around me that, you know, Rutgers' struggles and they made a bad choice going into the Big Ten. And I say, well, no, that's ridiculous. I, I mean, it's a slam dunk to enter one of the most prestigious conferences you have in America. But the challenge, unfortunately, for someone like yourself who's trying to rebuild the program is that, you know, as opposed to taking over a rebuilding program in just another conference in the country, you're doing that in arguably one of the strongest ones in the country. And I think that the Big Ten East is maybe the strongest division in college football. I mean, can you attest to that as well, just the, the, the pitfalls that you guys have to face on a week-in, week-out basis? Well, yeah, the Big Ten is a great league right now, and the Big Ten East, I think, is one of the, the premier uh, divisions in college football. And the Rutgers is absolutely in the right conference in the Big Ten. Uh, but everyone, uh, including myself, understands uh, here at Rutgers, what we have to do to be competitive, there's a lot that goes into it. It's not just, hey, we're in the Big Ten and, and everything's going to be great. You know, we've, we're, we're building up our facilities. Uh, we're continuing to build up our recruiting, uh, develop our players. There's a lot that goes into it. And uh, we're working hard every single day to try to build this thing into a competitive uh, Big Ten football team that everybody can be proud of. How difficult has it been for you on the recruiting trail, you and your assistants, just this fall, for example, when the wins and losses aren't you aren't what you want as a reflection of where this program is or is headed? 
Well, I, I, it does present uh, challenges without a doubt, but I think people have really um, that have come around our program on a consistent basis see our vision, see our plan, see what we're trying to do, see how much we've improved in a lot of areas. You know, we we got to win and, and develop on the inside before the results show up consistently on the outside, and that's what we're doing, and people see that when they're here. Well, Coach, we really appreciate a couple of minutes here tonight. Best of luck, of course, tomorrow and the rest of the season, and hopefully I'll get to a game before the season is over. Thanks again for joining me. I appreciate it. Yep, thank you, guys.